Welcome to the Church Explained podcast. We really appreciate you joining us. The Church Explained podcast is a conversation to develop your leadership and grow your church. Our goal in this podcast is to share inspirational insights and ideas to resource leaders and grow teams. Through our conversation with key team players at Icon Church and other invited guests, we really hope that you will grow with us. In this episode, we're going to talk about youth ministry that grows the church. Hi, I'm Dave McKeown. And I'm Nathan Benger. We are the host of this podcast. Yeah, and uh, no guest today, Dave. No guest at all. You are the guest. Yeah. And uh, the host at the same time. Yeah, so I've got to do both jobs. you got to do both. And maybe, you, yeah. Usually the guest would sit here, well, so do I have to like... Well, you can do. You can swap across if you want, if that helps you, just to get uh, in the groove. Yeah, yeah. Let, build up a sweat let, before the end of let, the podcast. Let, let's do that. <laughs> and it, and it's so exciting to be here. You've been, Nathan, been involved in youth ministry for over 12 years. Yep. And obviously a lot of experience you've seen um, a developing youth over this time. You've seen yep. growth. Mm. And we want to sort of draw out this idea of, because a lot of churches, uh, they don't do youth ministry, they'll do youth clubs. Mm. So come on, let, let's try and draw that out a little bit. For those people watching, leaders connected, and maybe people are thinking of doing something with their youth, um, what, what's the difference between a youth club and a youth ministry? Yeah, so if I, like a little bit of our story is, you know, when me and uh, my wife, Debbie, got asked to take on youth ministry, we had eight young people. Uh, over the years, we've reached uh, like hundreds of young people. Um, but that started um, from uh, a conference that our, my lead pastor went to. Um, and lead pastor being lead pastor your dad. Being my dad, who uh, went to a conference. And uh, one of the guys who got up to speak, who wasn't due to speak, his first phrase, I think it was, was what the UK needs is not more youth clubs, but more youth ministries. Yeah. And instantly in that moment, it was like, my, you know, my dad had this download from heaven. Basically, this is what we need to do. Uh, and so we took it out of like a small group, eight young people in uh, somebody's house, rented the school we're in, didn't have the money to do it, but decided to step out in faith, rented the school we're in, and there started our youth ministry. And the difference between, for me, between like youth club and youth ministry is youth club is let's put on a load of activities. So yeah. let's, get this, let's get the snooker table out. Let's get the table tennis table out. Let's get the video games out. Let's do that. And if we're running a two-hour program, that's going to... They can just hang out and do that. They can buy, you know, you need a tuck shop if you're going to run a successful <laughs> every, uh, every, youth event. Indeed. Um, so let's do all of that. Let the young people hang out and then we'll stop them having that moment. Like even if they're mid-game, we'll stop you and let's do our 10-minute God slot. Yeah. And so many times you see young people disconnect. Uh, there's so much, like a just a big difference between you know, just like uh, church and that youth club. Yeah. So let, let me just put, mm. pause and, and sort of interject a little bit. Do you, do you think um, do you think churches do that or church leaders do that because they're frightened that young people won't engage? You know, they're thinking, well, just give them ten minutes, and hopefully, if we can keep their interest for ten minutes, we we we've run an amazing youth event. Yeah, and some people can run great youth clubs. Like they can attract a whole load of young people from the community. So nothing wrong with running no, youth club. Nothing club, wrong with running youth club. Actually, we when we initially started, once a month we would run what we called like our social event, or you know you might call it yeah, church, like your bri yeah. bridging event, where we'd run this big event where it was like this non. 
threatening environment to invite your friends to. Yeah. But the following week, because so we made sure on that night our invitation to the following week was strong. Yeah. Because we knew the next week, like they're going to get in an environment and an atmosphere that is going to be full of God's presence. Um, you know, we're going to have young people on fire for God, passionately yeah. worshiping, and we're going to preach the message of Jesus. And so I think sometimes there is the fear factor of will young people get this? Will young people turn up? Will we be able to reach young people or will will they be turned off by it? And I think in some aspect they can be, but we have to become relevant to them yeah. in a way that actually it reaches into their life. Yeah, I, I, I like that, the, the importance about being relevant. Mm. Now that's That can be a struggle sometimes for church leaders, yeah. um, and, and, you know, because it depends what type of church they're running, first of all, because yeah. some churches aren't relevant. Not mm. that we're against any type of church because mm. we're passionate about all churches growing. But let's say, for example, someone's watching and, and maybe their church isn't that relevant, mm. but they want to do something in the youth. Um, how, how do they go about that? What What's the steps they can take? Well, I think the first step is who's there like yeah. what young people have you got yeah uh, and you know we're called to make disciples so it starts there um like i've had a phrase uh for many years now if i can get young people on fire for god and if i can get young people on fire for reaching their friends yeah that then you know that's kind of like my starting point is who's there uh, one of the keys for me around youth ministry is what how you frame the night really and how you, how that looks like so, there's going to be yeah. worship describe that a little bit yeah, too, so like, just open that up a bit what, yeah. what is it what does that look like for you then yeah so like a two-hour program first 30 minutes is like that youth club style let's hang out you know you Talk know shop. pumping music it's good atmosphere yeah. young people hanging out because relationships are key for young people yeah and then we you know like for us we've got a foyer and auditorium but we didn't used to have that where we used to meet. So it would basically be like, we're going to go in, you know, we're going to start the program and that might be a game up front game where, you know, you, you do crazy things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, kind of like I ask our youth leaders always the question, what crazy things are you willing to do for young people to have a good time? <laughs> that's a real test of leadership, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, you know, that's the key in youth ministry. You've got to be willing to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what can make it really relevant that actually we don't take ourselves too seriously. Then it would be worship. And I know some people, like, as soon as I said worship, they're going, I ain't got a worship team. Yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't have a worship okay, team when so, we started. So, so what did you do? Because you're talking like 12 years ago. Yeah. You said you need people. Um, but what did you do? Because if you've no worship team, you know, no, no big event stuff yeah. around you. Come on, t just help people yeah. sort of plan that out a little bit in their well, minds I if they're I, like that. I wouldn't do it like this today because technology has <laughs> yeah. moved on. Yeah, that's a good point, but, that. But we had an iTunes playlist yeah, yeah. that cross-faded the songs. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, but a key for me was, like, I saw a generation worshipping. I saw hundreds of young people worshipping. That was the that was kind of like a vision from God. That's what yeah. I believe. That's what I saw. But that had to start there and then. So I remember a conversation with Debbie the very before the very first Friday night and basically said, look, this is going to be awkward. Yeah. We've got no worship team. We're going to put words on a screen. It's going to iTunes playlist that's going to crossfade. We set the atmosphere. We set the culture. So if we want young people to worship, it starts tonight with us. So like first song, it's an upbeat praise song. We're jumping. Yeah. We're going to go for it. In the worship songs, we're going to raise our hands. We're going to sing out. 
We're going to do all of that. And so that's where it started. Like today, like YouTube's available. Yeah, it's amazing. Isn't so, it really? so, and you can create YouTube playlists. Yeah, uh, you've got all that technology. Even if you know, like today, you've got someone in your youth ministry or even in your church who's willing to volunteer who can sing. Yeah, you've got the ability to use tracks. Yeah, um, and technology has moved on so much from that opening. Uh, time when we did that there are options like I don't have a drummer well just drop it in the tracks yeah, yeah. you know uh, y there are so many options that are available so it would be worship we'd take an offering yeah <laughs> which like some that. people don't yeah, but yeah, like yeah. hey let's teach young people what the bible so, says about so giving. what let, let's just try and draw that mm. out a bit as well what why why were you taking an offering why were you doing worship uh what well it was creating this culture of worship in yeah. terms of this is what we do um, but getting their eyes off of – so, like, worship for me very much takes my eyes off me yeah. and onto God. Yeah. And it's those moments in worship that can even soften hearts. Yeah. And we were very intentional in terms of what we did in worship and the types of songs we would do. So much so that I remember once being stood next to some young people their first time in, and they literally said about our band, they could go on Britain's Got Talent. Mm. Um, because it was like – you know, it was like relevant. Yeah. Um, and it was like stuff that they were listening to. I think that's a way we can be relevant is actually think about, you know, some of the style on those nights. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's um, important, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And so, but it's a discipleship mm. thing as well for our, for the young people that we have that actually gets them to take their eyes off their, themselves and onto God. Yeah. So we do that worship. We do an offering again, another discipleship moment. We're not expecting young people to give loads of money, yeah. but we're going to teach. So it's the you principle know. you yeah. teach them rather than, yeah. hey, we need your money no, we... to run this youth event yeah. or, or youth night. It, it's more to do with the principle, isn't it? That's I... what you were trying to do there. Yeah, exactly. And setting those foundations for their future as well. Mm. Um, and I, really I can key. see that out working in the sense like, because when they go from um, an atmosphere like that and you invite them into church on a Sunday, then actually there's a lot of the same components there, isn't there? Exactly. It's not just, you know, okay, they may not be doing all the fun stuff beforehand, although they, mm. they probably could do in some mm. settings, but you've got worship there, you've got an offering there, and then obviously you've, you've got the message there as well. Yeah. T tell us a wee bit about the message. What, what type of message would you bring on a night like that? Uh, I mean, we've talked about everything. Yeah. You know, like we've talked, we've talked through tithing and yeah. giving. We, but, but really... You know, so like I talk about those early days where we do these social events, yeah. the following week would be very much, we'd be really intentional. We're going to preach the gospel. Yeah. Um, but we talk about all of the things that get taught, you know, Bible, everything. But what what was key for us is we've got to relate it to young people and where okay. they're at. Okay. One of the key questions I always used to ask myself and uh, still do today, anything I do in youth is... Um, like, what would 16-year-old me love? Yeah. What would 16... If I'm leading young people, what would 16-year-old me follow? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm really passionate in front of young people because I think passion is contagious. Yes. And I think 16-year-old me, I used to follow passion like anything. Mm. And so it was that passion that was key in terms of leading young people. But that question... So, like... I'd write a message. What would 16-year-old me think about that message? Yeah. What would the 16-year-old, what would they think about it? So you it? think, so, so we're thinking of a youth leader or a youth team, 
that's a good question to ask, isn't it? You know, yeah. what, what what are young people thinking about? Mm. I mean, one of the things you mentioned earlier was this idea of relationship. Mm. Like, why why do you think that's important? Yeah. You know, like I'm just imagining like you've got young people coming mm. in to your, your youth event, your youth ministry. They're turning up from school. Some of them have never even been in a church setting. Tell me a wee bit of the walkthrough. How, where, how do they get from there where they've just come in the door? Yeah. You know, they've come with a couple of mates. They mm. don't know what they expect. And then they're, at some point down the line, leading something in the church. Because yeah. that, that's the experience. That's what we've seen, isn't it, at the Icon Church? We've seen that yeah, development. So, yeah. so help us a little bit with that word relationship. What, what mm. does that mean? And how does that work out in the lives mm. of a young person coming in the door? Maybe he doesn't even believe in God. Maybe, if even, I'm sure yeah. you've got a story you could share yeah, on something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, um, like our, framing our whole youth ministry like asking questions like what's you know thinking about the young people what's the greatest barrier for young people yeah relationships what's the greatest benefit relationships i like that that's good and so we based we base everything around these three relationships yeah and so firstly and if you talk to any of our youth leaders just say relationship 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 and they'll know exactly what you're talking about i'm gonna test that next time i see them test it Right, tell me who you're going to ask so I can prepare them <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. No, no, get it. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, it's relationship with friends. Yep. Like they'll come in with a friend, you know, like we get young people on fire for reaching their friends. So they'll come in with a friend. But initially when they come in, we're attaching them to a small group, what we call connect groups. We're attaching them to a connect group. So straight away, it's not just them and their friend. Yeah. They're attached into a group already. And so there's a group of people and we talk to our young people about, hey, new people, like, like welcome them, make them feel like they belong here. You know, like we have a phrase, you, be- you can belong before you believe. Um, and so like get them into that environment of friendships because when that friend they came with doesn't come in two weeks time because they've got, you know, like mum's 40th birthday or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They still feel like they can come because it's not attached just to that one friendship. They've built other it, friendships it, it, within it. They've connected with a group. Yeah. And, they, you know, just run out that idea of, you know, you know belonging before you believe. Mm. That, that's an interesting thought that maybe not everybody listening to the podcast would fully get that. Can you, can you just share a wee bit more on that? Like, yeah. give, give, me, give me an example. Like, someone's come, the Icon Church Youth, um, you, you, you know, you've seen them. Maybe they don't believe at all. Yeah. Um, so, like, a great example is who is our Rotherham campus pastor now. Yeah. Nathan Blood. Yeah. Um, shout out to you, mate. Yeah, well done, um, mate. He came, he came into youth. Is he? Does he follow Jesus, actually? Yeah, no, just. I, I, he's I, just I, made a decision. We're, we're, we're just checking that out, really, aren't we? <laughs> um, but, like, he came into youth, like, his friend Dan. Yeah. Uh, brought him into youth. Really passionate about music, like, Science, like he's doing his PhD now, like crazy, uh, whilst also being a campus pastor. Yeah, um, doing so, a good job though. Yeah, he's doing an amazing job. And so he come into youth, and I get a message after the youth night, which basically said, uh, "I don't believe in the God stuff," and he'd got loads of these like questions that, like, literally, as a fifteen-year-old lad, sixteen-year-old lad, he's using words that I'd never even heard of. Yeah, uh, at times in these questions. And he said, but I love the kind of like the friendship side of it. Can I keep coming? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. So that's the, that's the belong yeah. before you believe. Yeah. Fast forward, four weeks later, we do a night. Uh, it's like one of, you know, like we framed it as one of our big nights. 
he was in a band with Dan. I told them they could play as long as they play no songs with any swearing or anything yeah. like that. Let me vet the songs beforehand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that night, he, he gives his life to Jesus. Amazing. Has this incredible encounter with Jesus. But that four weeks. Yeah. So four weeks from like that opening relationship. Now he's a campus pastor, yeah. leads our creative with yeah. his wife across all of our church. But that started as a person who belonged before they believed yeah. and could outwork their journey and their faith. And he had loads of questions. And many times I'd just answer his question. And then at the bottom, I'd be like, I'm praying that God reveals himself to you because I really needed God yeah. to reveal himself because sometimes the questions are like, <laughs> you know, way above me. But it is that opening relationship. But actually, it speaks into the next relationship as well, yeah. which would be so you've got relationship with friends and then a relationship with a leader. Get it. So he felt like he could message me. We'd obviously made some level of connection. But again, when a young person comes into our youth ministry, they're straight into a small group that's full of young people, but it's also led by at least two of our leaders. Yeah. And so straight away, they have someone they can talk to. And, you know, for lots of young people, they're journeying out many different things in life. Mm. And it goes back even belong before they believe. What a great, like, we want to create an atmosphere where they feel like I can come with those questions. Yeah. I can come and I'm not going to feel judged. I'm not going to feel condemned. I'm not going to feel like I'm in the wrong. I can do that. And part of our, you know, we have a, like a what we do as youth leaders. Um, and I haven't written this down, so I'm hoping I can remember this off the top of my head. But like, we encourage spiritual growth. We contact them weekly. We, we pray for them. Um, we create memorable moments. It comes down to the question, what crazy things are you willing to do for young people to have a good yeah, time? Yeah. We remember special occasions. So like a youth leader will be remembering when their birthday is, when something comes up. And the last thing on our list of what we do is we connect them to church. Uh, that's that, that's a good one, lad. So it's not just, oh, we're just getting them here on a Friday. We're going to yeah. connect them to church. Yeah. And that's a key. So that'd be the second relationship. And then the third relationship ultimately is relationship with God. That's the and beginning. That's, that's, but that's the actually, for, for many young people, they're not going to get that no. until they encounter the other two, are they? Just that, you know that I mean? seems, we, 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 we came up with that. Yeah. And it seems to be a lot of young people's journey. Yeah. That that becomes the that journey. I've played so many yeah. times. Relationship yeah. with the, you know, in, in the group, relationship with the leader, yep. then relationship with God. Yeah. I mean, that maybe will just help people just frame that a little bit mm. as they're thinking about building a, a youth ministry. Maybe yep. they're thinking of shifting from a youth club style to a youth ministry. Yeah. Um, do you think then someone, you know, trying to set up a youth ministry, do, do they need to come up with a, like their own vision, you know, like all, all the stuff they need? T tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, do, do they need a separate vision than the church? No. And I'll okay. expand on it. <laughs> that, that was short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, come no, on, let, let's just no, open that up. Why so, not then? So for me, youth ministry is not a silo. It's okay. not its own thing off to the side. And I think this is where sometimes when we're talking about youth ministry that builds church, yeah. uh, sometimes we get this wrong because we chuck youth. So in a church context, we chuck youth out there that it's its own thing okay. and it can kind of do its own thing. Yeah. Or as youth we become our own thing and what can happen is we can then um you know this can even happen we can talk badly about the church or we can say things yeah, like yeah, phrases yeah. like they'll never come to church because it's kind of like outdated or yeah, yeah. whatever it is 
And, you know, part of me is like, no, no, no. Like, I want like reframe the language. We've just not led young people to attach themselves to church. And the problem is, is because we've got two separate visions, two separate ways of going. Actually, our job as a youth ministry, we say this phrase, uh, youth ministry exists to build the church. I like that. Not That's the other way good. around. Yeah. Not the church exists to build the youth ministry. Youth ministry exists to build the church. So if this is the vision of our church and this is it, we outwork that in a youth context. Okay. So like our, you know, our mission statement says, build relevant contemporary churches. Well, I just take that and go, I have to build a relevant contemporary youth ministry. Yeah. Our mission statement says, reach as people with the message of Jesus. Well, I just reframe that, that that's young people I'm reaching. Yeah. And then, you know, our mission statement says, empowering people to lead in every sphere of life. Well, I'm going to build some leaders. Yeah. We say our youth ministry is a leadership factory. Yeah. Um, I'm going to build some leaders. The problem is, is when we separate that, then we try and connect them to the church. It's like yeah, two it's different too, things. Too, too, much, too much of a gap there. Yeah. And maybe, you know, like, as you say, I think, I think, that older type model where it was separate, actually, um, young people didn't want to go to church then, did they? Because yeah. they think, well, it's not relevant to me. Mm. There's no point there. I don't know anybody. Yeah. But I think what you've been brilliant at doing, Nathan, is the fact that you've connected the both together so mm. that that gap between what happens yeah. on a Friday night, if it is a Friday night, yeah. and what happens on a Sunday night, it's so there's hardly any difference there, is yeah. there really? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Same components. You've got your worship, you've got your a giving, yeah. you've got your message. Mm. Not that we're all about giving, like no, let's no, just no. say that today. But but <laughs> it's having those components so that young people are used to those things. So yeah. when they get there, I suppose then they're it's not alien. Sense. It's not alien. It's not foreign to them. No. So so the, the, there's a lot lot of stuff there about um, building young people, developing leaders. Yeah. Uh, 12 years you've been doing this. So come on, share, share with people listening um, in this podcast, um, how, how many leaders do you think you've been managed to develop? Now, I'm, I'm saying you, but I'm saying it's also the team, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. But I'm directing it to you. So think of the, the leaders, yeah. people you've developed over the mm. years, because that's, that's got to be the thing that builds a church is developing yeah. leaders. Yeah. I mean, like for us, our central campus and where we started this is in Chesterfield, which is a town. Yeah. No university. So yeah. I, I, like, I'm trying to address some of the excuses that come along. Yeah. Like uh, we don't have a university. So when they're 18, they leave. Yeah. And, you know, so like we've talked to young people about this cause, this vision, like stick around. You get to be part of this as the church and, you know, like go to university close by. So you yeah. can be close to it. So we've had people, uh, Sheffield University got two universities. We started a campus in Derby, Derby University, Nottingham University's close, all of that. But that's been attaching them to the church's vision, yeah. not just youth ministry. Um, and that's been key because that's helped the development through um, of that. There are certain young people who like are literally smart enough to go to Oxford and Cambridge and you like pray for them, bless yeah, them. You yeah, should yeah. go there. Or if you're going to do something specific to a university that like is the best university for yeah. that, I, go and do it. I really want to say something about the other universities, but I shouldn't really say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know, Cause that yeah. would be too good. Yeah. So, so you've, the, the idea is get them a passion yeah. so that they want to stay around, mm. get connected, even if they go to university, yeah. they still want to be part of something because they can, see the purpose there they can see uh, there's this is worthwhile connecting yeah. their lives to so let's think of leaders then yeah i'm going to push you a little bit 
how many leaders, come on, give, give me an estimate because it does, because uh, remember you started with eight people. Yeah. Oh, so, so what's so, the journey? How many, how many leaders do you think? Yeah, and been, all at all different stages, but yeah. I, I would say it would be around 60, 65 yeah. leaders. Yeah. But then there's other people who have Spin been in our, our youth ministry yeah. who have led in different, like I'm just thinking of people who've led in youth but there's others who have also then led in different areas like kids ministry yeah. uh, who have been part of our youth ministry and attached themselves to the vision of church. And it might not have been in youth, but it's been in kids ministry. Yeah. It's been in other areas, connect groups. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so right across the board then, really, not yeah. just in youth. So so what I'm not saying is how many youth leaders have you no. developed, how many leaders. Uh, and I think that's the thing, the fact that yeah. those people are serving in other areas, yeah. doing other stuff. Um Let's just push it in a little bit further because we're, we're running out of time a little mm. bit. But we could be here all day on this, couldn't I know, we? Because it's so exciting. I, I, I sense your passion, mm. your desire to, to reach young people. So when it comes to a young person's calm, they've been part of the environment, they've made a decision. Like, how long are you waiting before you get them involved in church? Um, well, for some young people, it's the first time they come. Yeah. Um, like just getting them serving. Even uh, a story is we had a parent come to us once and said, I'd love to get my, you know, like uh, a young lad in church, um, but he's just into computers. Um, and they just recently made a decision. So the young lad's never been in church, wow. never made a decision. Is there any way like he can get involved? And we're like, yeah, let's get him on doing the words on the screen. Yeah, And, you know, like with somebody doing that, and he gets to see the software that we use. He gets to see the computers we use. He gets to do all of that. And that was his first entry point. Now, you know, a few years later, he's made a decision, been a youth leader, letting kids, done all of that. But his first entry point was actually serving yeah. and being involved. And I think, that, like, get them involved in serving. I'm, I'm a pastor's kid. And... One of the keys for me of being a pastor's kid is that I've gone on the journey with so, my parents yeah, yeah, yeah. of building church. Yeah. So much so that I grab a hold of that vision and I'm part of it massively. Now, I don't want that to be exclusive to pastor's kids or leader's no. kids. No, let's get some young people involved, serving, so they go along that journey and yeah. they feel called and feel like I'm part of the church's vision and I get to do this. Yeah, so brilliant, Nathan. There's so much stuff that we, we've talked about. Uh, come on, let, if we can just round it up, g give us maybe two or three practical things a leader could do. Um, may, may, maybe they're not running a youth club. Maybe, maybe they're running a youth ministry. Mm. But... It's maybe just plateauing, yeah, or it's stuck at a certain level, mm. or because everything's online, it's gone downhill a little bit. Yeah, come on, we'll give two or three things just as we wrap up. Then yeah. what would really, what would be your advice? Because yeah, well, cause I you've think done a brilliant job with the team, haven't you? So we want to, we want to draw that out of you. Yeah. You know, what two or three things would you offer people? Well, I think we're at a great moment where actually. Um, we'll probably come out of online very soon, and we'll be able to gather again. Yeah. So it's a great starting point. To some, start something new. Yeah, to start something new or to even set a new culture, a new atmosphere around what you're going to do. I think the first thing is it starts with you. So what do you see? Attached to the church's vision, what do you see? Very good. Um, and then you have to model that. 
So like I talked about me and Debbie, that first youth night, that didn't just happen on the first youth night. It had to happen on the second and the third yeah. and the fourth yeah. and the fifth and constantly. Even to today, we're still doing that. We're still setting that culture of worship. This is what we want. And I think that's where it starts. So for somebody today, that's like key. That's important. What do you see? Attached to the church's vision, what do you see? Maybe it's even, uh, I take some time to talk to my senior pastor and go, do you know what? What do you see for youth ministry? What do you see attached to the church's vision? What do we see? And then begin to model, begin to set a culture and an atmosphere. You know, like even just take that relationship, relationship, relationship and think, how do I design yeah. What we do around young people are able to build relationship with friends, relationship yeah. with a leader, but relationship with God. Yeah. How do I do that? And then thirdly, there may be youth ministries, youth pastors out there who, you know, like you're a little bit strapped for time, yeah. uh, resources, yeah. all of that. Then we'd love to help. We would. Firstly, contact us. Even if you're a senior pastor and you're like, hey, we want to start a youth ministry that builds the church, but we don't know, like, where do we go? Then get in touch with us. Yeah, We'd definitely. love to help you, but also we're setting up, uh, we've got Icon Open, yeah. which has resources on there that you can use. Yeah, youth resources. Youth they resources. Take them, use them in yeah. their own setting, free take of them, charge. Take them, use them, free of charge, make them better, Yeah, and then tell us how you made them better. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, utilize all that because that was key for us starting we tried to find resources that would help us yeah. in building youth yeah. ministry so I, I love that uh, the, the fact that we have resources there we want to equip mm. people who want to resource churches and teams so I think just to pick up on that mm. if churches are out there they want to connect with us we, we'd love for them to connect with us we'd love yeah. to help them mm. the three great points mm. you know you've said there you know um, it's about seeing it's about that relationships and it's about actually then connecting the senior pastors and, and seeing what they want to do as well yeah. so brilliant stuff Nathan thanks for sharing with us today I thanks, haven't Dave. even made you move no. to the other side no. but plenty of time yet <laughs> if you want to do that so it's been so good to chat around um, youth ministry versus a youth club we're not saying a youth club is bad no. but we're saying a, we really do believe a youth ministry is a better way and to it can build, build the church, the yeah. church yeah. Yeah, to build the church so thanks Nathan for sharing we appreciate that thanks Dave Thanks for listening to the Church Explained podcast. Remember, wherever you're consuming this content, then uh, like it, subscribe to it, share it, uh, get the message out there of the Church Explained podcast. Maybe you know someone who would benefit from hearing what was shared today, then please share that with them. Also want to mention that uh, we have all of those free resources available at icon.church forward slash open. Resources around youth ministry, but not just exclusively youth ministry. Resources around building the church, growing ministries, and uh, anything you want to find, just go on there. Uh, and also make contact with us if you've got any questions, anything uh, that you want us even to talk about on the podcast, then you can ask those questions. It's been great that we've been able to gather together and do this together and we're really excited for our next podcast in which we're going to talk and explore the subject of why senior leaders need a coach and we look forward to seeing you then.